0: Welcome, you found Annunciation Parish in real life, the weekly podcast of Annunciation Parish in Evansville, Indiana. Welcome to our podcast for March 24th, 2021. This is Father Alex with the signs of life at Annunciation Parish. Well, March madness is upon us, and by that I don't just mean the NCAA tournament. But Holy Week, and we'll do a deep dive into the liturgical side of that in our next segment with Anna Creek, but let me run through this schedule really quickly because it's uh, different than it's been in years past. We're trying to offer more opportunities so that we can accommodate all those who want to come. On Holy Thursday, we will have a 5 p.m. liturgy at Christ the King and a 7 p.m. liturgy at Holy Spirit. On Good Friday, we'll have a noon liturgy at Christ the King and a 7 p.m. liturgy at Holy Spirit. And on Holy Saturday, we will celebrate the Great Easter Vigil at 8 p.m. at Christ the King. Our Sunday schedule is as it usually is, but we are adding an 11 a.m. mass at Holy Spirit. Our 9 and 11 are usually the most crowded Easter masses, and so we're trying to divide that crowd with an extra 11 a.m. mass at Holy Spirit so that everyone can fit into the church. That schedule is on our website if you need to revisit it, as well as a place where you can let us know how many from your household will be attending each liturgy. That's not a an RSVP or a registration. It's just to let us know how many people might be there. And for those who are watching the live stream, the Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Vigil Liturgies at Christ the King will be live streamed on our website as well as the 11 a.m. Mass on Easter Sunday at Christ the King. We've noticed that those watching the live stream uh, have gone down, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Many of those who used to watch it are now joining us in person. Speaking of that, We continue to see a number of people coming back to Mass with smiles on their faces, happy to see their fellow parishioners. It's been a really beautiful reminder of the power of community and our need for each other. I am really, really hoping that sometime soon we can have an outdoor gathering so that we can enjoy each other's presence in a safe way. I hope you all have a blessed Holy Week as we join Jesus on the road to Calvary, and beyond. And that's the real life of Annunciation Parish. Well, as we approach Holy Week, it's great to have Anna Creek join us to talk about liturgical living in this most important time in the church here. Anna, welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Great. So here we go. This is like the granddaddy of them all. That's right. Holy Week. Let's talk about how we can... What these days look like and how we can kind of live them with a particular awareness.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because one thing that's important to remember is, you know, while Holy Week is like this climactic week for all of us, we're all at different stages and we're all at different points in our lives. And so we need to be mindful of a way that how can you individually with where you are right now? enter more deeply into the mysteries presented of this week. And that's yeah. going to vary based on where you are and your age and kind of what else is going on in your life right now. But just really enter into the suffering and passion and then the resurrection right. of Christ.
0: Right. And the deeper we get into it, the more we can experience all of it.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, so we start with Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a little bit of a mini overview of the week, because at the beginning of Mass, we're celebrating Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and we Mm -hmm. actually have a little gospel to start Mass. Mm -hmm. And then when we get to the main gospel reading, we're going through His passion and death. Um, And so we remember how quickly everything turned in the life of Christ. Um, And we, of course, get our wonderful palms that we all love. Um, And then it's important to remember we can like use those palms throughout the year. We can, you know, if you make them into a cross or a different shape or just leave them as a, as a something in your home, but those are blessed and they're sacramentals to mm-hmm. remind us and call us back to this liturgy. So don't just throw them in the trash or something. They're, yep. they're used for a particular purpose and should That's be right. used, set apart like that.
0: You should bury them or burn them or eat them. I wouldn't, um,
1: I wouldn't recommend eating them. Yeah.
0: No, not, no, I wouldn't either. But but so. it is technically an option. It is technically, <laughs> technically. Also, you can wear red on Palm Sunday, Fashion yes. Sunday. Just wear that's red, and you'll fit in right with the vestments. That's right.
1: Um, and then the Chrism Mass is in our diocese on Tuesday, and that's yes. the Mass where we bless... All of the oils for the year that were used in all of the sacraments, all the baptisms, confirmations, anointing of the sick, all of those are going to be blessed at this particular Mass. Hmm. And also, that's when all the priests of our diocese renew their, their priestly promises. And it's a really beautiful celebration. Um, I know this year... it's probably going to be limited seating and all of that so not many people will probably be able to attend in person but i would bet that that would be live streamed and
0: we would hope so if there if it is it there will be a link on our parish website so i really encourage you
1: if you've never been able to go uh check out that live stream and just kind of see because it's really a a beautiful mass
0: it's great it's my favorite one of my favorite masses of the whole year
1: And, and mark it on your calendar for next year and make a point to attend when we're go. able to.
0: There you go. Can I ju- let me jump back sure. to Monday? Oh, sorry. Holy Monday. That's all right. Holy Monday, traditionally called Fig Monday. Really interesting. So on the day after his entry into Jerusalem, Scripture tells us that Jesus cursed the fig tree, um, and uh, and so it used to be a day when people would um, would eat figs uh, uh, just to, in some ways, to kind of live that week with Jesus, which I think is a really good thing for us Mm -hmm. to do this week, to live that week with Jesus. And so um, if you want to eat some Fig Newtons on Monday, you know, really enter into it. But the the spirit of it is this recognition that all that we have been given is for the sake of serving Christ and pointing us to the resurrection. So you already mentioned Tuesday, which is great, Holy Tuesday, Christmas Mass. Wednesday, traditionally called Spy Wednesday, uh, because it was the day that Judas made his deal with the Jewish leaders to hand Jesus over. Um, I don't recommend spying on people on this day, while it might be tempting. Uh, I would suggest rather considering an act of mercy aimed at restoring a relationship. Mm. Um, So if there's somebody out there that you're thinking, man, I just need to, I need to really do something to, to mend some fences here. Might not be a bad day to do that. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know. Okay. Holy Thursday.
1: Um, on Holy Thursday, we celebrate the Last Supper when and when Jesus not only instituted the Eucharist and instituted the priesthood, but also he washed his disciples' feet. And so Father washes feet of representative parishioners, and uh, to reminder, uh, remind him a reminder of. The fact that we are all called to humble service and the greatest among you must become a servant. And I really, Mm -hmm. really love the foot, the washing of the feet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember one year I was able to have my feet washed. Mm -hmm. And Father, when you then, after you washed my feet and you took that towel and dried them, Mm -hmm. I did not see your hands. I saw the hands of Christ Mm drying my feet and it is one of the most beautiful things i've ever experienced in my life uh, and so that mass is always one of my favorites and it's you you walk in and we've had all of this you know purple all year all season not all year but it yeah. seems like a year <laughs> um and then the red of the, the blood of um Palm Sunday, and then we know it's going to be red and blood for Good Friday. But Holy Thursday, we walk in and everything is bright and white. Because for this one day, we're not thinking of his death. We're thinking of what he did for us and his serving of us and his giving us his body.
0: Yeah, it's great. And the feeling is mutual, by the way, in the washing of the feet. I'm always so humbled uh, to do that. And it's so helpful to... Remember that the priesthood is at the service of the priesthood of believers, the common priesthood of believers. So it's always helpful to to remember that that act of service, which is yeah, it's just it's great, it's great. It's like a family. That's the mm-hmm. most kind of family. Oops, getting too excited. <laughs> That's the most kind of family oriented uh, liturgical celebration that I can that I can think of. Well, I mean, the
1: whole liturgy is revolved around a father serving the children. Mm-hmm. And a meal, a family meal, because mm-hmm. that's what we have at every Mass is the family yeah. meal.
0: Yeah, the beautiful sacrifice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, and then, of course, we move to Good Friday, which is the most solemn day of the year when we recall Christ's passion. Uh, so if you at all can come to the Good Friday service or uh, pray the Stations of the Cross or some other act of penance that day. Um, an- another tradition I really like to try is the tradition of keeping silence as much mm-hmm. as possible from noon to three because that's when we're told that Christ hung on the cross and yeah. when is suffering the most is from 12 to 3. And so, you know, complete silence might not be possible based on, you know, if you're at work or whatever, but try to maintain silence in your heart if you can or, you know, cut out the extra conversations and music and mm-hmm. anything else that's normally kind of distracting you to yeah. really – Sacrifice that and focus, particularly from 12 to 3.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's And it's a good day, I, I think, also. And we do this in the Good Friday liturgy. It's not a mass because it's all one liturgy from Holy Thursday to the Easter Vigil. Uh, but there is something, I think, valuable about just spending some time in front of the cross. Just mm-hmm. looking at the cross and holding it in your hands and, and remembering um, that this is a place where you can take all your struggles, whatever's weighing on you, whatever's kind of chaining you and holding you back, that that's more than any other day. That's the day to take them to the cross and say, you got to help me carry this because I can't carry it by myself. So just something, maybe a, a kind of a meditative practice for Good Friday this mm-hmm. year.
1: Yes. And then we get to the Easter Vigil. Yes. We...
0: Can I stop you, really oh, quick? Sorry. That's yes. Sorry? No, it's no. Absolutely. Problem. I know it's exciting. The Easter vigil, Holy Saturday, I, I think is like um, is one of the most overlooked days mm-hmm. in the church here. And you kind of said it about Good Friday, and I would say it also of Holy Saturday. It's a day of silence. It's a day of really pondering what's happening. Like Christ has gone down. He's He's died. He's gone down into hell to liberate the souls that are there, and um, it's a great day for silence. You know what I always find myself doing on Holy Saturday is working in the yard mm. in silence. There's something about, like on Easter Sunday, we hear that Jesus is um, mistaken for the gardener. Mm. Um, and so I just, there's something about Holy Saturday that I I want to get into the earth. You know, I want to get my hands mm-hmm. dirty. I want to work in the yard. So I, I would encourage you to do that with your family uh, in silence. Just do your best to just do it in silence and think about the fact that the earth that you're grabbing onto is the earth that Jesus descended into, you know, at his death. It's just, I think it's really beautiful to connect, connect ourselves to the earth Absolutely. in that way, particularly on Holy Saturday. Okay. Okay.
1: Kick it. Easter vigil. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so we start off and everything is dark. Mm. And we have, you know, outside and we light the fire and then the candle, the Easter candle is lit and there's tons of symbolism in the Easter candle. The And a lot of that is kind of explained through the liturgy, you know, the work of bees and the, the incense on mm-hmm. the, the wounds of Christ and the Alpha and the Omega and just the light of the world. And then everybody gets their candle mm-hmm. and then it goes and the light spreads. And then we come into the church and we're like, oh, look how bright it is. And then it gets brighter <laughs> after when we get to the the Gloria, which we haven't heard in forever yeah, since Ash right. Wednesday. The Gloria and the lights all come on, and we sing Alleluia for the first time, and it's just so wonderful. But I skipped over one of my favorite lines, and that is at the Exultet, which is at the beginning once once the Easter candle has come in, and it's this beautiful sung
0: prayer it's a beautiful sung prayer that every priest and deacon struggles with because it's so long. <laughs>
1: it is, and it's very so long. hard
0: to find. Come back to the notes, but the the words are beautiful. Yeah,
1: my favorite line is when it says, oh happy fault, O oh necessary sin of Adam, that won for us so great a Redeemer." Oh,
0: gorgeous! And
1: it's just a reminder that like there is nothing that God cannot use, nothing that He can't redeem, if we hand it over to Him. Even this great fall and this original sin, and we look to that. But but if Adam hadn't fallen, we mm. wouldn't have needed Christ. Mm-hmm. And how, I mean, what? Yeah. I can't even imagine that, but just that line, oh, happy fault, oh, necessary sin of Adam that won for us so great yeah. a redeemer.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful because it also reminds us that even our own sin now, even that can be an occasion for us to grow in our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Even that can give us the opportunity to say, this doesn't fit me. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm made for something so much greater. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's a, it's, it is a beautiful line. I mean, if you ever want to, if, if you want a liturgy that, ex, that expresses the entire history of humanity, mm-hmm. uh, up to the point that we're living today, uh, the Easter Vigil is your is your mass, and you feel it. I mean, it feels like a walk through history because, right. first of all, it's kind of long. We have a baptism this year, so that makes it a little longer. But time kind of disappears mm-hmm. at the Easter Vigil because you really enter into this whole different way of of looking at the world and, and looking at reality.
1: Well, and we we follow the readings from creation mm-hmm. to the Passover and all the way through the main points in salvation history to see that this is not an isolated event and and this history is our history yeah and this is this is us. this is our family, this is our lives. this is this is why he came.
0: right Yeah, absolutely. So it's the, it's the party night it's the party for night the Catholic Church. That's right. Just let it go.
1: I'm and then
0: kidding. that kicks off of that, course the Easter season. The Easter launches season Launches us into the Easter season. Uh, again, this is just like Christmas. Christmas and Easter are not the end of the celebration. right Those days are just the beginning of the celebration
1: absolutely. And it's and it's a long celebration. Yeah. So we have the octave of Easter, which is like first like boom, 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 eight days of. celebration to the extent of Easter Sunday. It's like eight Easter Sundays all in a row. Easter Sunday, Easter Monday, Easter Tuesday, all the way to the next week is the Divine Mercy Sunday when we celebrate this beautiful mercy of the Lord. And then we just keep going. Lent seems so long. It is 40 Mm -hmm. days that just drag on and on. (laughs) But then Easter is 50 days of celebrating because the feast should always be greater than the fast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, uh, it's funny, because with Easter, everybody starts running. If you if you pay attention to the Gospels, and particularly the Acts of the Apostles, you'll start to hear like everyone is described as running. Everybody starts running everywhere all of a sudden, which is what kind of Easter is about running to to share the good news of the resurrection, and invite people to share uh, in this life. But it is, um, it's a huge celebration. It is not, by the way, Easter Sunday and that even that first octave of Easter is not the day to kind of binge all the stuff that you gave <laughs> up for Lent. This is not the time to turn back, folks. Let the conversion sink in. Let it enjoy the fruits of the sacrifices that you've been making during Lent so that you can become a new person and not revert back to the same old pre-Lent person that you were before. But it is a great season to celebrate. And... Uh, We'll uh, we'll share some more Absolutely, next time. Because the Easter that we get together. season
1: goes all the way this year till May twenty-third, guys. Mark your May twenty third. May twenty-third.
0: That's, That's Pentecost. That's Pentecost. More to come later. More to come. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Here we go. Let's celebrate this holy week with all the zeal that we can muster. All
1: right. Thank you, Father. Thanks.
0: Thanks for spending time with us. Join us again next week right here on Annunciation Parish in real life.